What's the saying? If there's a will, there's a how. Or there's a what? There's a will, there's a way. There's a what? There's a There's a will, there's a way. What? That's that's a. Uh, all right, well, I'm going to start this one off just with a little introduction. This is episode 53 of the Wonder Boys podcast, and I'm joined today <laughs> a Mike Smack. by an old <laughs> friend and colleague of mine, Mantar Bandal. You're a musician, you're a broadcaster, you're many things, sir, and now you're a podcaster as well. I'm honored. Well, thanks for coming on. Thanks a lot for having me. It's a bit of a reunion. Oh, yeah, it is. I haven't seen you in a long time. It's been a while. I think 20. You, it was your birthday of last year. April. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it was your July of last, last year. year. I, saw, I went to your birthday. The and, movie. Um, and then, yeah, you went to Merit. You disappeared. You went into. You off the face of the planet. <laughs> you went to. When exactly did you go to Merit? Uh, I moved, I think, July 11th was my first day in Merritt. July 11th. Yeah, so shortly after my birthday. My birthday's July 3rd. Right, I remember uh, you said, like, oh, next week I'm going. I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was so confused. Yeah, it was crazy. It's funny, like, the job, um, it wasn't even posted on Milkman, which is what broadcasters yeah. use for jobs. Yeah. Uh, and, well, it was going to be posted there, but uh, one of our colleagues, Brian Wee, mm-hmm. messaged me. He's, like, the spider when it comes to... He knows you know, things he knows that no one everything. else knows. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's weird. He's got, like, this... He's just you know an information wizard and he's like hey this job opened up in merit play by play and broadcasting i'm like perfect so Mm -hmm. i applied for it i actually didn't get the job originally really yeah i was i didn't know that i had i did three interviews two with Corey fisher the program director one with jamie ballum who's the news and sports director yeah and then i got a call back the next day like hey man we went with someone else you were our other choice you know we're sorry i'm like oh man that sucks pretty bummed out about it then the next day i got a phone call again from Corey. hey uh did you accept any other jobs or anything? I'm like, nope. I, I mean, and nothing Not changes yet. really in one day. But he's like, well, you know, our guy got cold feet, doesn't want to do it anymore. Wow. Are you interested? I was like, uh, yeah. Heck to the yes. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Oh, that's and so, so cool. uh, yeah, I came back up there and it was it was crazy. Dude, that's cool because, like, I've gotten those calls before where, like, yeah, we went in a different direction. Like, ugh. It's one of the like, worst feelings, man. You did three interviews. You're like, I got this. I'm the guy. No one else has got this job but me. They straight up told me, like, if we don't go with you, it's not that you weren't good enough. Oh, that's perfect. They told me that. So I was like, that's what I was thinking. I was like, oh, there's no way I'm yeah. not going to get this job. Yeah, you're like, I'm in. Yeah. There's no question. Yeah, I, uh, well, I, I know Corey because Corey and I, we spent two years together at BCIC. We went to school together. And, Dish uh, it like the fish. Yeah, is that, is that what it was? <laughs> never. We never used that one. We did call him the fish, though. Um, I'm going to have to tag him on Facebook later with this this episode because we're, we're talking about him. But yeah, we always, like, I would always, I would say out of, Probably our entire class. Him and, uh, well, Sean Ackline's also working in uh, Revelstoke now uh, full-time. I was like, I'd say those two guys are probably the best. The best. Of course, got class. that deep, He's got the classic radio voice. Glasses, He's got the cra- nice, nice voice. Like, uh, I was a little jealous. Like, people used to say, like, oh, Tim, you got a deep voice. You should do radio. I was like, yes, I should. So I, I, I started doing it. Yeah, but, like, yeah. Corey had the radio voice. Yeah, he does. Like, it's super smooth. It just, like, fills up the speakers. Yeah, it's yeah, warm. Yeah, it does. And he had a podcast, which he stopped doing, and I'm kind of... I'm sad because now I'm I'm in the podcast realm, kind of tables, and I I want to I want to like I don't know if we, if we ever get phone capability I'm gonna phone Corey and I'm gonna have him on the podcast. Yeah, man, we'll, we'll call yeah. Corey together. Yeah, we'll get a conference call. We'll get a conference call. Hey, Corey, this is uh, Tim and Mantar. Mantar, we're here to just checking in. Uh, but what well, you went to Merritt? Uh, you you never lived anywhere besides the lower mainland before you moved to Merritt? Yeah, that's correct. Uh, like, I've traveled with my parents for, like, weddings and stuff, yeah. but outside of that, I never lived anywhere else. Yeah, so, like, when winter came around, <laughs> things started to change a little bit. It was uh, pretty wild. Well, when I moved there in the summer, it was, like, 40 degrees, so it was super hot. Nice and, and hot. Yeah. I don't like the summer heat much, because okay. for me, I have a lot of body hair. It doesn't work that's well. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, sweating a lot, and then, yeah, wintertime came, 
the exact opposite, minus 40. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so, oh, it didn't snow that much. So luckily, I didn't have to worry about the snow too, too much. Like yeah. it did snow and the snow would stick around forever, but yeah. it wasn't like... It's dry snow though. It was dry snow and yeah. it was only like a foot. Mm-hmm. So it's totally manageable. That's good. And, you know, I could still walk around with my vans or whatever, and it'd be Perfect. totally fine. Yeah. I didn't have a car. I walk around everywhere. Well, right? I mean, Merritt's a fairly small town. You can probably get around. Yeah, so if you live in the downtown or... area, there's different areas of Merritt. There's the downtown area on the bench. The bench is on this massive hill. Yeah. That's kind of like the nice part of Merritt. That's where, like, a lot of the, t- the tourist attractions are. Downtown oh, cool. is kind of where the radio station Businesses was, the gym was, a uh, bunch of grocery stores, and, and where I lived. So, you know, the gym was about 25 minutes. Uh, work, you know, Q101 was, like, 10 minutes away. Nice. Grocery store was, like, 15 minutes oh, that's good. So within walking distance. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, for you personally, you lived in Regina. Yeah. Well, I know the struggle. That's why I wanted to bring it up because I was like, it's, it kind of opens your eyes a little bit to the rest of the country because you're like, oh, I'm in the lower mainland. Winters are kind of cold here. We get like one time we got to minus 10. Yeah. Yeah. We're like, it's a daily occurrence to get to minus 30, minus 35, minus 40, minus 50 in places Mm -hmm. like Merritt or Saskatchewan or, you know, anywhere else besides the lower mainland, basically. And you feel alive. Like I'd, I'd be walking around like my first experience, it was I think it was minus 30. Mm-hmm. I was walking around with two pairs of pants on. Yeah. And I'm walking and I'm like, man, I'm like fighting to get to where I'm yeah. going, trying to get right now. Exactly. Like I feel alive. Well, I remember one particular memory I have for the cold was I, yeah, I'd wear like, I'd wear long johns under my pants and I wear yeah. my, my pair of pants. And uh, I'd walked to a hockey game, just the local uh, WHL team. We went to go watch a game. Is that Regina few, Pats? Uh, the Regina Pats. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I still got a little banner. I got a little flag. It's, they're pretty big over there, man. I like, dude, I love it's that like, team. It's like an NHL team in Regina. Yeah, they're like, the fans are the best. They make you, like, they infect you with, like, their enthusiasm. And uh, so we went to this game with uh, some coworkers because uh, we broadcast the games on our station, so we got free tickets. I was like, yes, awesome. All right. I will go for free <laughs> tickets. And uh, we're walking back from the game after the game, and uh, there's a railroad crossing between the stadium and where I was living. So like, I have to walk across the railroad, but there, a train comes at just that right moment. Yeah. And of course it's dead of winter. It's like uh, minus 30 outside. And you're standing. We're all standing there yeah. waiting for this huge train to go by. Like we had 200, actually, 300 cars. So long. Yeah. It was so long. And we actually had to huddle together for warmth. Oh, we were like no. in a little circle, like <laughs> waiting for this train. Cause like we couldn't move. We were just waiting for the train. It was like, ah! And uh, yeah, that's like the that's the worst that part about out. it is when you're when you're still. Yeah. Because when I was walking, the the cold never really was a factor. Yeah, you're fine. Because you're walking, your blood's going right. For me, like the worst was when I was actually calling the games in Merritt because the booth uh, yeah. in the rink was not insulated, what? and it was like mere feet away from the exterior roof of the building, and so you know you're standing there and there's like maybe like a couple sheets of plywood and then the outside yeah. frigid air, and there's like ventilation so air can come in, air mm-hmm. can go out. I'm up there. It's like maybe minus 40 outside. It's like minus 15, minus 20 in the oh booth. My God. And you're sitting, right? And so like, yeah. and you got the Centennials the other way. Your teeth are chattering and like, I'm like I got all this retro analog gear. I'm like, how's this stuff yeah. still working? It's like minus twenty up here. You hop onto the uh, onto the PA. If anyone down there can bring me a cup of coffee, <laughs> I really appreciate it. <laughs> and then towards the end of the season, someone brought a space heater up, and I <sighs> don't know why I never thought of that before. Wow, yeah. But th- that space heater was a game changer. Oh, perfect. I, well, you you said like yeah, you were calling games. You're not just a broadcaster. You're a hockey broadcaster. Mm-hmm. So you're not play just the radio guy. You're yeah. the you're the play by play guy, which is like I've spoken to a lot of people both in and outside of broadcasting who are like, yes, hockey is what I want to do. And you've actually done it. And now you're doing it even more because one of the things that prompted me to contact you was you got hired at Hockey Night in Punjabi, which is 
fucking awesome it's amazing man it's like it's so cool it's just a dream come true to be honest like yeah. I, I remember when i was 10 years old i started watching hockey mm. my dad introduced me to watching canucks games and at that time they had like dan cluche and that like the west coast express and i think they missed the playoffs there but anyways i just that was like i was like wow this is amazing yeah like, i want to i want to play hockey as a goalie and i want to call hockey games mm. and like from 10 years old my dream was to be on tv calling hockey yeah. 11 years later i've made it it's it's That's amazing. Fucking so cool. It's and amazing, man. Like I um I have one I met one fella uh I was doing an I was uh auditing a school like a few months ago. I was looking at doing some classes. And this guy I was talking to, he's like, Oh, you were in broadcasting. I was like, Yeah, I did radio for a while. He says, My son wants to be a hockey broadcaster. I said, Oh and I kinda had this little <laughs> drop in my voice because I know how competitive it is. It's it's pretty competitive. It's insanely competitive. Yeah. And like to have I mean, you worked for the Merritt Centennials. Is that the name of the yep. team? Okay, the Merritt Centennials. You were their play-by-play guy for, yep, for uh, one season. For one season, and uh, and now, like you're you're in the big show almost. Like, it's insane. Like my journey has been crazy. So two years of doing junior B when I was in BCIT yeah. at this team in North Vancouver. Yeah. So the PJHL, which is common for guys that go to BCHL to get a PJHL right. job, because most grads do that. You start there and then work. Yeah, your way start up. where you work your way up. Exactly. So I did two years there. So Jets junior B hockey. And then, so the, the way it goes, they go junior B, junior A, major junior, which is the Regina Pats, yeah. and then the pros. And then, so yeah. I went from junior B, two years of that, to junior A for one year. Then You've just the pros catapulted <laughs> straight into... Like that. Can you, like, kind of... Uh, I haven't... Obviously, I mean, I don't watch Hockey Night in Punjabi because mm-hmm. I can't understand what you guys are saying. No problem. Um, I do watch Hockey Night in Canada, though. Yeah. Can you kind yeah. of compare what you do to maybe someone on Hockey Night in Canada? It's pretty much the same thing. It's literally, uh, if anything, that the... The audiences are a little different. Yeah. Like, you know, in the North American version, it's a lot of hockey fans, a lot mm-hmm. of passionate fans I care about, not just the players, but the stats, the yeah. analytics. Yeah. Whereas, like, the Punjabi community is more like, about the spectacle and the entertainment. Yeah. So it's like, uh, I do two roles. I'm an analyst and a play-by-play commentator. Awesome. So I've done two shows so far as an analyst. I'm sitting on the desk, you know, pre-game shows, intermissions, post-game show. Cool. And basically, you're trying to use, like, uh, more energy. You're, you're almost like working for an entertainment mm-hmm. show. So it's like you're you're kind of being entertaining and 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 giving like instead of being like oh this guy's got five goals seven assists you're like this guy is one hell of a player he brings the guys to the game like yeah. that kind of thing right um, so that's kind of the audiences are a little different other than okay. that the format's the exact same pregame show cool. then the call then the intermission another call intermission call post game show we do like features in the community the only thing that's different is we don't have after hours. That's the only thing. The thing that I have watched is a couple features because uh, there's one of your coworkers. I worked with her before. I worked with Amrit Gill before, yeah. and uh, she's done. She posted a few profiles that she's done, for example, on like community leaders, like mm-hmm. um, members of the Punjabi community who like have played hockey their whole lives, but are now like coaching or yeah. they're or they're doing something to help uh, other like younger Punjabi kids. Uh, get into the world of hockey and i was like oh this is cool even though i don't speak the language mm-hmm. i'm looking at the pictures i'm watching like the images yeah because i'm interested to see what she's doing because obviously i know her and i'm like i'm i'm curious to see what everybody i know is what, what they're doing with their lives well, the I'm cool like, thing about that is it's like it's the, it's even though it's punjabi it's still canadian right like yeah and, and there's people like the canadian, canadian story, story right? yeah. it's a typical canadian story oh, kid awesome. you know from canada playing hockey as a yeah. kid right and yeah like you said like there's all these people that played hockey and now are coaching mm-hmm. and whatnot and that's kind of what the show 
you know, this is the 10th season. And so the first 10 yeah. years was kind of like the spectacle, kind of novel, right? Like, oh, it's something new. It's, you know, it, it's hockey in Canada, but in Punjabi. Okay, yeah. cool. Now it's like the focus over the next 10 years is to show that not only are we hockey people, we're not mm-hmm. just, you know, a spectacle or, or not a spectacle, but like a novelty, but it's like, yeah. you know, what are we doing in the community? Yeah. You know, what's the Punjabi community doing in hockey, right? Exactly. Like that's kind of, so the goal with that, it's like Amherst pretty involved in that, right? Like getting stories and, and whatnot. So it's, it's cool. It's kind of a, because if you want to grow, you know, you can't stay with one message the entire time, right? You have to you gotta expand, mix things up. you have to yeah. grow, right? So the show's growing. Yeah. So the numbers are growing every single year. I don't know what the numbers are, but like, uh, this is the first first year that they're doing full coverage of both games. Wow. Because last season and the year, couple years before, it was just, you know, pregame show, call on the play, and then no intermissions. It would just be the North American feed for the intermissions. Really? And then I think they had a postgame show. This is the first year they've done the full thing, pregame. Mm-hmm. intermissions post game as well as the call so it's cool it's growing and it's just yeah. i'm just honored to be well, part of it like last year and i think almost every canadian heard this was the benino call from hockey in Punjabi. it is the best one of the best goal calls of all season last year it was amazing when nick benito scores and all you hear is benino 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 and i'm like yeah <laughs> that was amazing man that thing got shared everywhere yeah yeah and it just i must have blown up just in the Punjabi community, as well as obviously all across Canada. 100%. And what was cool was Harn Ryan Singh was the guy that made that call. Yeah. So with him, you know, <clears throat> there were two guys, uh, Harpreet Pender and then Bupinder Hundle. Yeah. The three of them got invited to the Stanley Cup parade. Yeah, I Pittsburgh. heard. I saw, like, I saw them in the like, first time they won the Cup in 2016. Yeah. And so they were part of the Stanley Cup parade. They're part of the float. And they got Harn Ryan to go on the stage <laughs> and, and in front of like thousands of millions of people go, Bonino, 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 Bonino. <laughs> in Pittsburgh. In Pittsburgh. Is, got the Cup parade. Which is so cool. So it's like so people cool. in Pittsburgh even heard it, which yeah. is like, that's in, that's in, that's amazing. Even though it's a whole different language, yeah. it's still an amazing goal call. And it's just, yeah. it's, it's spectacular. It's well, a spectacle. And people it's the thing that people it, share right? this hockey, this love for hockey that is like, you don't need a language to yeah. understand that. It's like so. soccer. Like you hear like these Spanish goal guys like goal yeah. for like 10 minutes. Right? It's way better than like you watch the Whitecaps and like, oh, goal. And it's like, no, I want and I want to hear the Mexican nil. guys yeah, yeah. screaming. Goal, 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 goal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I always felt like I, uh, I never got to play hockey when I was younger because I came to Canada when I was 11. So I was like, I was on the cusp. I could have started playing. I did not know that. Where were you before? I was born in South Africa and I lived ah. there for 11 years. That's pretty cool. That's not something I bring up Because you don't have an accent. I would have never guessed. Yeah, we, uh, my brother and I, sort, we definitely phased it out. Like, yeah. There are some people who are like, you can hear a hint, but he yeah. and I, we kind of like actively phased it out. Um, I guess you were young enough where you could. We were. Because we if were. you were like twenty when you moved back, you'd always have the. It accent. would be the same because yeah. my dad's from England. He still got the English accent. My mom's yeah. my mom's Dutch, but she has somewhat of an English accent because she lived yeah. in England and South Africa so long. And um, that's so cool. But I think because we were younger, yeah, we would always like we would we would be talking to other kids, and they would be like, "What was that word that you said?" So we'd have to kind of almost Canadianize it. Yeah, if that yeah. makes sense. Um, I'm trying to think of maybe an example. Well, it's like you meet people from around the world. It's like, for example, England trousers is underwear. Trousers, yeah, right. Um, or oh wait, no, or is trousers pants or is trousers, trousers un- pants? Pants, my trousers bad. pants. Uh, think, a jersey isn't like a, a I think sports it's a shirt? jersey. It's a it's a sweater. It's a sh- yeah, a sweater. like what I'm wearing right now. Yeah, that's a jersey. Or uh, and then crisps or crisps chips. or chips yeah. or even like the most minor wafers thing, like or cookies. Aluminum. Aluminium. 
Oh yeah, is aluminium is supposed to aluminum. Is aluminum. Like yeah. that's that's a, like a tiny difference. Yeah. There's a few things that are that are like slightly different that people like when when I've kind of found myself kind of going international when I talk sometimes because like I met all these people that are from different parts of the world. Yeah, you it's hear like, things. With British, right? it's like they end up, they end up saying just yeah, right. Mm. You want to go to the mall? Yeah. Yeah. You talk like that, right? So sometimes when I'm You're messaging like a parrot people, almost like you just absorb. Yeah, yeah. You kind yeah. of you kind of wear these different hats from all these different yeah. places, right? Well, that's funny because uh, there's a couple guys I know who. They have some relatives in New Zealand, and yeah. one guy who Kiwis. actually went to he went to New yeah. Zealand. Oh, Kiwis. <laughs> and he went to New Zealand for I want to say six to like eight months. It was a long time. Yeah. But he came back with he kept saying this the saying that they have down there. It's sweet as, which is like I know sweet as something or but it's like it's like their word for cool. Like yeah, oh sweet as oh. Oh, cool. Okay, I'll see you later. <laughs> Sounds but like they say sweet, sweet ass. ass. I know, like, I know. Oh, you're complimenting my butt. All right. The first couple of times he said it, and I was like, <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Because you say it again? He's like, oh, it's a, it's a, it's a saying it's down, down in New Zealand. I was like, oh, that's cool. But like each region has their own little, little thing. thing. Like do. how I noticed like Canadians, like we, we use the word bud. Like, hey, yeah. bud. Yeah. We use that way a too lot. much. A lot. Like yeah. a lot. Or even open up some buds. Yeah. We're talking we'll have about some beer. buds and then we'll hang out with the buds. Okay, bud. I'm like, um, what? Uh, yeah um you just use bud in three different contexts in the uh, same sentence but you knew what i meant yeah yeah <laughs> you, knew what, the, I meant, you knew what i meant thing. yeah with context um yeah well yeah since i grew up in south africa i never got to play hockey yeah and like i came over here and i was like i didn't really have that urge right away and i, I was like 14 or 15 so it was like four or five years later i was like man i really wish i'd gotten into hockey but at that point most of the guys my age were already like really good mm-hmm. if i were to start playing i'd be shit yeah i would <laughs> not be, very good I would be really bad um like i can i can skate now but i not very well okay that's okay like i can skate and you know recreationally let's yeah, say yeah, but i cannot yeah. play hockey no that's all good um so like i'm kind of i'm relegated to, to to spectatorship which is fine with me but it's like even though i'm in I, yeah an immigrant quote-unquote immigrant white guy immigrant no one no <laughs> one believes those guys um i uh i still feel it's like this this love for hockey because it's like it's it's all around you. You can't help it. And like, yeah, it's it's the it's the sport of Canada, right? It's, like it's the, amazing. You could say I guess lacrosse is the official sport, but Canada is like you know hockey. Yeah, you think of Canada, you think of hockey, right? Oh, big time. Yeah, and it's 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 just like a it's a place where people can come together, right? Mm-hmm. Like sport in general, right? Yeah, different people from different backgrounds just come together. Have you ever been to one of those? Um, I want. Are they craft hockey bills? Is that what they're called? It's like Ron yeah, McLean? it. Well, they do like two different things. They do like hometown hockey is hometown when they have hockey. like yeah. they they go across the, the nation and yeah. do like broadcasts out of places. Yeah. And then craft hockeyville, it's like they, it's like they nominate communities across the or across the province or yeah. across the nation, and whatever community gets chosen gets like a five hundred thousand dollar renovation, like facelift and and whatnot. That's cool. So merit. Last year, actually, we tried to go pretty hard to not to like apply for craft hockey yeah. and get nominated. And to get, yeah. But people in Merritt, like it's it takes them a long time to get behind something, right? And it As takes a them a long time to just kind of like do anything. I'm so it's ch- like, for example, during the playoffs, we tried to get like fan buses going. Yeah, Didn't we knew work. people wanted to go, but it's like they would just wait to like the last minute to, to say they're going to go. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, and so it was just tough. Like we couldn't get much support, right? Because mm. it's like it's like okay, you know, fair enough. Like people in Merritt. Yeah you know like they're enthusiastic but they're not like, like they don't want to be the first right one away. to be like yes i will do this yeah yeah it's like a different type of energy i yeah. guess well there's like that's relu- reluctancy there's this one thing when i uh just met up with you earlier uh i pointed out that car that was like had its window wipers up oh. <laughs> okay so i i parked up in this parking lot when i was meeting mantar and there's this car where the the wipers were going back and forth but they were like they were lifted up 
like you know when you wash your window yeah you lift them up they were lifted up but they were still going and there's no one in the car and i'm like is, is he like leaning back is he taking a nap like what is happening I go, I go up to the car and there's no one in it uh the wipers are going the door's unlocked i open the door doors unlocked i didn't check to see if the keys were in there i think they probably were because otherwise the wipers wouldn't be working uh and i switched the wipers off because it's like this guy's battery's gonna die <laughs> if i don't turn these off but like it was the it was like a ghost car where How the wipers are still going. Can someone be? Yeah, you know, like you lift your window wipers up and then. I, or maybe they were on and someone lifted them yeah. up. I don't know. But like, it, how could he be so unaware? It was raining a lot this morning, but like, mm-hmm. come on, turn off your wipers or at least yeah. take your keys out and lock your car, man. Yeah. I got into his car with no problem. <laughs> and he could have just driven off. If I had worse intentions, I would have taken his car. Yeah. But, and uh, left the wipers on. <laughs> <laughs> left the wipers on. Park it up on the middle of the road. Just leave the wipers. Drain the batteries. Keep the lights on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that was just, that was a weird thing that happened to me today. One thing I always do, which I've forgotten to do, Mantar, and uh, it's actually on our business cards. I don't know if I have one on me right now. But I always ask our guest how their As week he was. As for the wallet. As I reach for my business card. How was your week, Mantar? Um, well, today's what, Tuesday? Well, we'll just say, like, how was your last seven days? Because <laughs> I'm recording this a little later than usual. Uh, it's been pretty good. Like, uh, Saturday I had, I, had, I had my broadcast and I, and I, and I had, wore a new suit. Oh, nice. And uh, that's actually one area of improvement I needed. My wardrobe was just terrible. Well, I plus, like, didn't have a suit need for makes suits, you feel, right? It makes you feel... Oh, totally. Like a, like a million bucks. Yeah, 100%. And for me, like, since I've been working out, like, my body's gotten better. So, mm-hmm. like, I wore a suit for the first time with, like, some muscle. And I wore nice. it, and I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm filling the suit out, good. right? Yeah, 100%. Like, I got everything tailored, and, and I bought all these shirts. And when I went on Saturday, I had this dark blue suit with a light blue shirt and a blue tie. And it just, everything, like, blended together nice. Ooh. Had, like, these brown shoes on, and I looked good. You look money. And I was on the show. I felt confident. I was just yeah. killing it. And do you so, have any, like, video clips of it? or like? A yeah, recording? there's some on Facebook. There's oh, some on dude. Twitter. I'm going to look at those up, and I'm going to share the shit out of those. Let's do it. Um, <laughs> One, th- one other thing I want to ask you, we've talked about your broadcast, we talked about the hockey. You're a musician, and mm-hmm. like this is the thing. The way we met was I was looking for interns at, at this place I used to work, at this radio mm-hmm. station I used to work. And so I sent to BCIT a request for interns. I got a few applications, I think about six or seven. But yours is, I think, the very first one, definitely the best. I'm not afraid to say it now. Yours is the best application. Thanks, um, man. Because I don't work there anymore, so I don't have to be yeah. biased. Yeah. All right, I can't be biased. And... Um, the one thing that stood out was like I think it under interest you you, you mentioned you're you're a metalhead you love metal yeah. music <laughs> and then I, I was like what so I, I looked you up and I like I, I looked I think you had your website linked and yeah. I looked at your website and there was a picture of you without your turban and you had your yeah. hair going yeah yeah and you were rocking school. out and I was like <laughs> I need this guy I need to work with this guy it's amazing okay um, but yeah not only you're a broadcaster not only are you you a hockey guy not only a play by play uh analyst all of the stuff you're also a musician you came in you saw the drum kit i had downstairs you rocked out for a good two minutes and i was like this is fucking awesome <laughs> and then we came up here how did like how'd that get started how'd you get into metal how'd you like- it's uh, it's kind of a long story really like uh, as a kid i loved indian music i loved mm. singing yeah. like i'd sing in the shower sing in the car sing yeah. in school like just and i just piss everyone off right because i'd sing so much well there's something beautiful about uh indian music with the singers they're so good man yeah, even, I yeah. Get, even i get a little bit like yeah a little bit of rhythm right i yeah, get a little, a little bit, bit of the rhythm yeah. And so my parents bought like me all these DVDs of music videos as a kid. And then as I got older, I kind of phased out of Indian music and I kind of gravitate towards like Linkin Park. Mm. And so when I was in like grade six, grade seven, I was huge in Linkin Park, even into like grade nine, grade yeah. 10. 
Um, and the huge Linkin Park phase, listened to just all, to all their music. Uh, so obviously when Chester Bennington died, I was yeah, really affected by that. Smart. Rest in peace. Uh, but after Linkin Park, I kind of transitioned to bands like Rage Against the Machine, Breaking mm. Benjamin. I went through this metal phase with Avenged yeah. Sevenfold and Slayer for a very long oh, time. Slayer. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then as far as like instruments goes, singing, I just always did. Yeah. I'm not the best at singing, but I, it's just something I like to do, yeah. you know, on my free time. Everyone, everyone's got that little everyone bug. Everyone's everyone got sings, that bug. You know, yeah. like the shower, car, everyone does mm-hmm. uh i don't like doing karaoke it's fun and back in high school i started playing drums yeah and i had no clue what i was doing like i i was in jazz band in high school yeah i played saxophone i played alto oh no sorry i played tenor saxophone and baritone sax played two different kinds of saxophones and then there was this practice room inside of a band room where i had a friend of mine who would just jam out on the kit and he nice. was a really good drummer and like he had solos and i'm like this there's an octopus on our kit because yeah. like he's just hitting everything and so I was like inspired, like I want to, I want to do that. You want to be that guy. So in like grade ten, I had a spare block in high school, and during my spare, I'd go into the band room and just go on the kit and like boom, doom, doom, pss, pss, doom, yeah. doom, <laughs> like just just hit everything and just be nonsense. Work it out, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then slowly and slowly, I just watched a lot of YouTube videos, a lot of drummers, and like doing solos. I'm like, okay, so that white drum goes in the middle. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and like, okay, so the bass drum shouldn't be way over there. Okay, yeah. so I just I just learned all this stuff, and then I just started, like, okay. Yeah. Okay, I'm getting the hang of this. Yeah, and then I started getting better and better and better, and I just listened to more. I'm self-taught for drums. Yeah. And then I was like, that that's two bass drum thing looks pretty cool. Yeah. So like, I took like another drum kit and like double kick. I like put two drum kits together, and I had like seven toms, like two bass drums, (laughs) like three snares, and I was just like, this is awesome. And my band teacher's like, Mantar, I need you to get, I need you to stop coming inside. I'm like trying to work, and you're just like just driving me crazy. I'm like, I'm sorry, man. Jamming way too hard. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so that was kind of drums, and I that's I I love drums. And whenever I'm sitting down, I'm always tapping my feet, tapping my hands, playing drums in my head. Hmm. Um, Guitar, I started playing actually in BCIT. So I think in 2015 in January, one day I was like. I'm just going to buy a guitar. Yeah. <laughs> so I went down to like Long McQuaid on Terminal Ave in Vancouver nice. by myself because uh, everyone bailed on me. I was like, hey, well, like five, you followed through. That's me. all that matters, man. I followed through, man. Yeah, I went inside, bought that guitar. It was like this $200 guitar. I still have it. I still play it a lot. Oh, that's perfect. It's my practice guitar. It's actually a really like easy guitar to play. So I write a lot of music with it. I don't record too much with it because it's not a very good guitar. But, right. That's fair. Um, yeah, I started playing. I just awful, right? Like, doo, doo, doo. <laughs> like just terrible, right? I was like, I don't even know how to tune this thing. Like, yeah. I'm just plucking strings, and like my fingers hurt. But and then I just like just watched a lot of videos. Like, oh, okay, so that's how you play guitar. And like now I'm like decent, where I can shred. Yeah, and, you know, cool things. And I started playing bass about like a month or two after I played guitar. It's bass is pretty simple. Very. You can play similar. guitar. You can play bass. Yeah. I mean, you know, it can be a very limitedly simple bass player. Yeah. If you want to learn. Like I can't play with my fingers on bass. Oh, so you I, still I, I use pick. a pick. I yeah. use a pick. I want to learn fingers, but I'm just like lazy. <laughs> I think that's a, that's advanced bass player kind yeah, of. Yeah, you can it? It, like you can play bass better with your fingers than yeah. you can with a pick. But like I just I'm lazy. Mm-hmm. I just play with a pick. I play metal mostly is played with a pick. But like the best bass players use their fingers. But yeah, um, yeah. So that's kind of like a I guess a condensed version of a long story of how I kind of got into music. Um, metal. I don't know. I just like metal. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. Like even now, like I listen to metal, but I 
listen to a lot of top 40 i listen to a lot of pop like i listen to just i'm just a fan you, of music li- you like good music in general yeah, yeah you i just like, good like music. i just appreciate a good song right that's perfect yeah well yeah like uh i mean i did the drums thing at a similar age i was about 14 or 15 i, I bought that pair that drums set that you saw downstairs and it was like i was working at mcdonald's so i was like i'm gonna save up and i'm gonna buy a drum kit bought a drum kit uh started playing I don't play as much as I used to, but I like once in a while I'll get on there and I'll just whack it. You know, yeah, it's yeah. just it's good fun. Just like create a beat or just uh, <laughs> just to get things going and like yeah. you burn some energy and it's like yeah, this is fucking. It's a really awesome. fun way to burn energy. It is like if you're like oh I don't want to go work out, buy a drum kit, just fucking whack. Yeah, the drum yeah. Kit. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. so much fun. Um, piss off all your neighbors. <laughs> it, yeah, really piss them off. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, well that's so fucking cool, man. Like. That was one of the coolest things about you when I first like read that profile or yeah read your website when you applied to be an intern. I was like, this is I need this guy to be like, <laughs> on my team. I need him on my team right now. Well, it's fun. I mean, I learned a lot under your tutelage. Well, thank you. I appreciate. So that, I owe sir. you a lot. I am no longer in that field at all, <laughs> which is uh, it's hey, funny. Podcasting is kind of that's kind of close. You know? kinda, I edit these afterwards, so like I'm still in the same kind of. Mm-hmm. Do you still uh, do anything like that? Anything like audio editing related? Um, or like producing wise, like producing uh, we kind of just in music. Like I have a bunch of mics at home, and I have a home studio. Nice. So well, that's I'm what like, I was going to bring up because uh, what we're going to play at the end of this episode is <laughs> is one of the songs from your EP, which I got. Yeah. I've still got a copy. So, oh well, yeah, it's in my car. The CD. It's in I my think car. I gave you the CD, right? Yeah, yeah it's in my car. But I'll I'll bring it up when I. I upload that, the podcast uh, and I'll, I'll wait, rip which it song are you going to play I don't know yet man okay um there's four of them right I think it was five and then five. I think I had this bonus edition I don't know if I gave you the bonus one I had like a six I don't think I have there. the bonus one man no. I don't think I'm that privileged like I had six tracks well I had five and then I then I made it. I put mm-hmm. it online. Then there was like a sixth one. I'm like, oh my god! I literally just made the best track I've ever made, and I forgot to put it on the album. I don't. Yeah, I don't think I got that one then. And so I've yeah, I haven't five, released I'm it yet. Sure. I still haven't released it. Okay. But it's like I'm gonna. I'm releasing plenty of music in the in the near future, and it'll, it'll be a song. The song will be um, perfect. Well, I'm gonna, I might just give it to you now, and you can maybe play that. Dude, we'll play that one then. All right. Let's can play I that be one. like the first outlet? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> do that. I've never had an exclusive because it's before. actually the best song I've ever made. Oh, that's perfect in that time frame. Because I've gotten, a, I've just gotten way better ever since, like on every instrument. Well, yeah. But like at the time, that was something I was really proud of. Oh, that's perfect. At well, you know, at the time, like that's what music's all about. At the time, you were, you know, you were this. You're at yeah. this level. It's kind of like a measuring stick, right? Because yeah. I've come a long way since then, and I just like like listening back, like, hey, like this is actually, you know, yeah. I had some good ideas back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, good idea, me. Um, well. Dude, like this has been awesome. Like I'm so stoked. Like I'm still, I'm, 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 I'm literally on the edge of my seat right now. Like I'm having such a good time. <laughs> and I'm just on the recliner, um, just chilling out. Yeah, you are. You are <laughs> chilling out really hard. Yeah, you know. Um. Well, if is, is there anything else you want to plug? Like you want to plug Hockey Night in Punjabi? You want to sure, plug your, yeah. your, your EP, uh, your website? Basically, uh, my website's kind of dead right now. I don't really do okay. a lot with it. I'm, I'm planning on completely revamping it. Okay. I do have the time. I'm just lazy. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. And. Yeah, you can go to mantarbandal.ca, M-A-N-T-A-R-B-H-A-N-D-A-L.ca. And um, I haven't really done too much with it just because I just haven't, mm-hmm. I've just haven't had the motivation. Um, well, you've been busy with music, with yeah. work, with everything, right? And music-wise, I do plan on doing a lot of covers on YouTube. I do have a Linkin Park cover out of Shadow of the oh, Day, cool. which is one of my favorite songs. I did that as a tribute to Chester, so you can yeah. f- catch me on YouTube, Mantarbandal. Uh, I do have a Facebook page, which doesn't have anything on it yet, mm-hmm. but that's where I'll be posting everything. Uh, yeah, every Saturday, um, there's a couple Saturdays I don't work, but on Omni, which is the TV car- the carrier that carries Hawking Canada Pajabi, you can catch me either at 4 or 7. Yeah. But uh, just follow Hawking Canada Pajabi. 
Pajabi on Facebook, on Twitter. Do you they, get some wicked highlights? I mean, they do post the pregame shows yeah. and the segments. So if you did, if you didn't watch it, you can still catch it. Um, I'm making my TV NHL play by play debut on October 21st, and I am just pumped about. Dude, that. I'm going to be tweeting about that all seven day. Seven o'clock, seven o'clock. Now mark your calendars, October 21st, October which 21st. is a Saturday. I'm doing Calgary so, uh, Minnesota game. I'm gonna have to record it because I uh, am at work on that at that time. Uh, okay. I uh, definitely am at work. Yes, so I will record it. But uh, it's it's gonna be great. I mean, uh, I'm just so thankful. Like to, yeah. like Merritt and North Van. You know, North Van's where I got my start. That's mm-hmm. where I learned Merritt really kind of crafted me into kind of who yeah. I am today. And you know, working with you even that month we were together, like I just learned a lot from you and. Yeah, I've got a lot of people to thank, and I could go on, but I could t- it'd take me an hour to get through every one of my oh, lists. Oh, man. Just a th- big thanks to everyone that's obviously helped me out, and you know who you are. And Yeah, life's just about growth, right? Like, if you just if you stay still, you're moving backwards because people are passing you, right? Mm-hmm. So you just continuously got to you know improve and, and move forward. So that's what I've always just taught myself. And wherever you go, just leave behind good impressions, right? You might not be the most talented person, but if you just leave behind good impressions and are generally like a positive person to work yeah. with, you'll have a chance. You'll get a shot, right? Totally. Usually I make a stupid joke to end these, but that I can't do that. I can't follow that. <laughs> well, thanks, okay. thanks again, Mantar. Find him on mantarbandle.ca. We'll post all the links on, on our website. On Twitter, at mantarbandle. Yeah. You can't add me on Facebook, but, you know, I don't know. Just message me and I'll add you up or something. Thanks, man. Anytime, man.
Start it!